Welcome to Elite Six Think Tank, an open discussion group with business owners who share their knowledge, experience and skills. Good morning. Hi, Emily. Oh, <laughs> Welcome on to our Think Tank meeting. I don't know what date it is, but I presume it's in the year 2020. 24. Um, last week we decided to uh, get off topic and the podcast was actually called Miscellaneous at the end of the day. And it was really quite good, I really enjoyed it. Rob Woolley isn't here yet, but he will get an applause when he walks in for being late. He's a public speaker trainer who doesn't know the importance of turning up on time. <laughs> Does he never turn up on time? Like, no, like no, there's the other venues that he... It's of his to be late. Really? Yeah. He's only had the problem since, oh, I think he's about 50-something, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, Rob, please turn up on time. And uh, we should drive him somehow. But anyway, uh, yeah, so last week we did actually start the top of off of 2020 Vision, but morphed into something else. And I had a, quite a good analogy of what 2020 Vision is all about. Uh, basically, you may actually set your business up perfectly, and you may have a, um, a good vision of where you want to go. We had a good example of that in the weekend. We went to Melbourne, I turned 50. Stop laughing. And uh, we went on a bus trip and went and looked at the Twelve Apostles. And then all this um, cloud that was coming in, they said, no, that's the fire smoke. And I thought, that's quite a good analogy in a way, because you may actually be really focused on where you want to go, but then something else happened that you out of your control, that may change your vision, so to speak. So have we got a structure here, we're talking about people's experiences with having a really good vision in their business, and it perhaps not going to play? Well, like they hoped. So, what's your experience in staying focused on your vision? I threw mine away and started again. <laughs> started again? So, was that because you wrote it down? I wrote it down and I created what I thought And then, after taking a few weeks off over Christmas, the whole thing got burnt. <laughs> Literally burnt. And I thought, no, actually, I need to be more congruent. Who I am, how I work, because whatever vision I have comes from the core of the person who's doing it. Um, yeah, so I'm starting over. Is that no? <laughs> so, was the original one what you thought you should be in your industry? Oh, what? Exactly. Mm. And then, you know, you, you've got all the publicity elements on it, there is, you know, this, 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 and it's driving crazy. When actually the essence of what I do is I love the interests of 93.8% of my clients last year will be referred to. So that tells me that people, guys, guys talk. <laughs> guys are moving through without something like this is so important mm -hmm. because yeah. it puts us back in touch with the village again. Yeah, yep, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. But it's honesty it's nice to yourself and, and yeah. people around you. Yeah. Um, do, do, do people care about each other? 
Yes. Do people care about Inherently, yes. Yes, but we don't tell people that and we don't follow up on it. Yeah, yeah. they care, but it's the action yeah. is what's like. So I was in hospital and I had 10 people come and visit me in, ten, uh, in two weeks, and that was 10 years ago. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, that helped me think about who, and there were people I hadn't seen for years, for those sort of real and there would have been 20 other people going, oh, I must go and see Danny tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, they might just got busy in life and they got their priorities right. And now I have a philosophy that if I know somebody well, they're in hospital, I don't care what I'm doing, I'm going to go and do it because I've had the experience. I'll remind you of that. Not that I'm going to hospital anytime soon that I know about. But, but it's really, it's really interesting. Sometimes it can be something like that that reflects what you're talking about with the 2020 vision. And some of you heard my that signature story of mine about being a window gazer corner hunter. But there's, there's a part of that where, because I was literally working, um, I was doing 70 plus hours a week almost every week. And um, and in the end, and I was getting by by what I could pour down my throat, alcohol and coffee, what I could suck into my lungs, nicotine, and long distance running. Yeah, it's a good Okay, and working 70 plus hours a week, and you can do all this by yourself. And so, boom, body said, too much, you know, not putting up with this. Shouldn't have been doing the running, David. <laughs> so, shoulders cooled it over, spine curved. Got it's glorious, I think, is the what it's called. And and in those days, what they did was they sent you to bed for seven days, and you do a lot of thinking in seven days. Man, do you what? And I turned literally turned my whole life around because of it. Because I had the time to sit there and have a bit of 2020 vision about what it was that I was doing, what was going on in my life, and to make the decision to make some changes. And so totally if changed that my life. Happened, you might not have. That's right. Yeah. I could have still been the, the same old dull fat boy. Chart of the county. That's yeah. right. Yes. Um, so, <clears throat> what about? <clears throat> I don't know if you can flick on that, but what in your life was there a time when you changed something majorly? Like you, you, you reassessed it and actually made a drastic change, and it was cool. enjoyment in life is very often doing the things that you do and doing them well and seeing 
that recognised in the people that you're doing it for or with. You know, that's, to my mind, that's that, that's the thing that reinforces that what we're doing, we're doing well. I think that's a great thing as well. Take the time to recognise it when you do do something well and give yourself a pat on the back. Celebrate your success. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all, everyone seems to stop and smell the roses. Well, they don't. We need to. No, they don't. Do. It's yeah. the same as the reflection. You don't take time. You don't. Most people don't take time to actually stop and reflect on their life, or actually em embrace the successes they have achieved, rather than focusing on the negatives. <clears throat> and so, if more people just stopped and looked at what they have actually succeeded <clears throat> or have succeeded in, then there'd be much more positive and happy because they realise they are actually going forward mm. and they're not just stuck because there's a lot a lot of even a lot of little things will add up to a lot of a big thing you just got to try and focus not on the negative view of it because there's always a positive in there mm. um, yeah I mean you could break it down to daily weekly I mean if I said to you in the last seven days what's something that positively has happened that you could sort of have some sort of like when it's Friday and you finished your week's work and you think, oh, like for me it was getting the SMT server working properly and my invoice is working again. I was like, oh my god, the water's flowing again. <laughs> you know, but to me that's something in my mind that actually makes me feel good. But uh, I might take Friday afternoon off to celebrate. Vodafone have come up with a new thing that they're giving all their staff um, to a pop onwards off on a Friday. Mm. Really? Like what you for summer. Yeah, just for summer, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. One of my colleagues in Auckland, apparently we're all set to either do work well on a four-week, five-week or a six-week cycle. And so he does this test and however it works out, he gives them the Friday off either four, five or six weeks because if you give everyone it off on a four-week cycle and they're a six-week person, it won't actually have the same effect. So, yeah. I'm just wondering though, if um, Vodafone have done this, if you've got an urgent problem, there will be the minion staff who don't right, get to yeah. do it. There's, always the, there's <laughs> always the minion staff who yeah. don't get that fun stuff. The call centre in yeah. that's, yeah. that's exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, mostly call centre's Christchurch. Oh, really? So, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of their Christchurch staff are, don't, yeah, yeah. there's skeleton staff yeah. on. Mm. Alright, so, um, problems with having a vision. Doing problems. Doing it in isolation. Isolation? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Should tell your customers the vision without having to you have them. And your team definitely should know your vision. Like they're all working for the same. They should all be heading in the same direction. They should all know your vision for the year. Absolutely. It Talk through it with everyone. Well, that's a good point because I shadow. Yeah. I think going back to the problems, the biggest problem with vision is you might have plenty of ideas, but it's actually the execution of those and the actual doing. You know, I guess only a small percentage of your time is actually coming up with the the ideas and what you're going to do, but really the bulk of the time is going to be the actual doing of it. So, what so that's the, the problem to me because there's a lot of time behind a good idea. Yeah. yeah. So if there's a vision with no action plan, it becomes an idea or a concept. And then have you confirmed that your vision is actually what your customers want? Do you get feedback from your customers on what they actually want, mm -hmm. or are you just going, "Oh, this sounds like a good idea. Let's let's do this this year," 
is that with customers want? Do you get continuous feedback from your customers and feed that back into your vision for moving forward? And you also have to remember when you're setting your vision to expect crap to happen. Mm. So don't get depressed and beat yourself up if you're behind on your action plans because that's life. Mm. And you could have got well left of those at some point but yep. found something way cooler as well. Exactly. So it's not always... Don't get so stuck on that's where I need to be because that'll just cause stress and... Be the director, not the producer. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. That's how I had a funny one this morning, just an idea that didn't work, but it sounded pretty good when I was saying it. <laughs> uh, Paul Blackguard owns Anytime Fitness. So he does radio advertising, $800 He does um, AdWords, Facebook advertising. He spends a good three, four hundred thousand dollars a month on advertising. And I said, what about turning that, that around and thinking about why people go to your gym they go in there not because they're supporting the gym, they like the brand, they're going there because they want to get fit and healthy. So imagine if you wrote them all an email and said, I'm stopping all my advertising and my advertising budget is now going on getting like paid speakers to come in on a Saturday morning and do a, an hour long talk on nutrition or you know ways to get fit and I want you guys to be part of it because there must be a bit of community there and they quite like that idea. And I said, then you can justify, you know, you know, working on the people in the business rather than trying to get people, because he's competing with all these other gyms around the ring here, especially at the moment, and I thought that sounded pretty cool. Um, but if that's, what I was trying to do is turn it around to why do people, if you have a vision, why do people want to buy into your vision? Why do they, why do you guys come to Elite Six on a Friday? You've got nothing else to do, I know, but, uh, you know, like, so why, what is this to you? You know, what are we trying to accomplish here? How can we make this better? What's lacking? You know, I can share my vision and you go, well, it's not what's happening. I go, yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> this is, this is to answer that to some degree, that this is a place where your batteries get charged, mm. isn't it? How do they get flat? <laughs> just life gets in the way. You come along here, you hear all this stuff, your ideas, even stuff you don't have to agree with it, but you think, oh, yeah, okay. So it is, to me, it's battery recharge. It's inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> Ideas, mentalities, like I know I can sit here in a room full, just be, being quiet, and I can go right. Six months down the track, I'm going to talk to you. Right, about a year from now, I'm going to talk to you, Mr. Clarkson, and and vice. I can go around the room and sort of go, who am I going to form relationships over the next year? But it's also hearing different people's ideas and philosophies and thoughts, and it either confirms or disrupts what I think. Because I was thinking about, I, I really like. Um Dave and I have a chat once a week for an hour, and it's just good uh, to have somebody else's perspective on what your thoughts. And then I'm sitting there today and listen to uh, James, Matt James. Oh yes, yeah. and I think I, I, I could actually use him. Yeah. Now I personally yeah. not into business coaches at all. Probably not really into that. And then all of a sudden I'm sitting there thinking oh, I could probably use this guy for me, you know. And it's funny how your thinking changes. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, and I, I get a feeding frenzy. Have you ever seen that happen? They chuck in a handful of grain into a whole lot of salmon at the farm or whatever and then and then you go away with an idea that's worth gold, you know? So, uh, are we still on vision? Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes what happens though is, is we're so busy getting on with business, we don't actually think about what it is that we're really about. Why, you know, what it is that we want to happen in a, in, in a global sense rather than just an individual sense and I think oftentimes it can be difficult for people to actually get their head around what it is that they're about. Actually this is a brilliant topic. I've got people who say to me quite often I'm too busy to come to Elite Six now, I'm flat out, don't need you guys anymore. Mm. And I'm going, oh okay. And I'm thinking, well why, why is that the case? And I'm thinking, is that good that they're busy and they're flat out? Well don't they put anything back into personal development because that's what I think this is. Mm. And they're why can't you build that into part of your pie that you eat each week? Well, I think apart from anything else, you know, if, if you build something like this and what happens, and a little bit like what Nigel was saying, you could be busy as, but the reality of it is that as you, in these sort of talk groups and what have you, people will come up with ideas that can actually make what you're doing, even though you're busy, it can help you cope with the busyness and be more effective. So why would you close 
and having you off for getting that sort of information that's just going to cost you, what, an hour a week, you know? And if you are that busy, then you do kind of need downtime that's not that constant cycle of emails or clients, or you do need that feedback where you bounce ideas off, and you can't always do it with your team because they're really busy. It's that third party going, why are you doing that? Awesome. I had this guy this, this week come uh, on a Tuesday morning and he said he's currently looking for an administration and, a, and maybe a marketing guy. However, I said, oh, what, what, oh so you want somebody to help do your books? No, 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 no. Oh, so what's the admin person going to do? And he didn't really know. And then I think you went away with, oh, I actually need yeah. to uh, come up with a job description. And then we gave him a title as well, executive what? Yeah. Yeah. That was me, by the way. <laughs> 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 I think that's gold, and I think, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just thought, I mean, of course I'd heard an executive assistant. I just thought it sounded a little bit exclusive for it was for the team, but mm -hmm. as it was pointed out, the executive assistant can be to the team. Mm -hmm. So, And I thought that was quite a nice boat. It sort of elevated them into an important role in the company. And I hate titles for the sake of titles, though. Well, it's better than admin. Is it? Well, it also depends, probably, in my opinion, it depends on what pay rate you're looking at and what seniority they have. If they're literally I think answering the phone and pushing paper, yeah. then they're not an executive assistant. No, I think, yeah, and then that was kind of part of it, what kind of came out of it as well. It's, you know, somebody that you can virtually throw anything mm. at and they will take care of it and mm. sometimes I guess maybe if you're thinking more admin maybe it's re repetitive stuff that just needs yeah. to be done each month whereas this might be like you know I'm going to throw a curveball at mm. you and Follow just sort of make it happen yeah, yeah. yeah. Make yeah. It happen. Exactly. just make it happen yeah, yeah. so that's an AA role yeah yeah <laughs> it's mm. not a Definitely an AA role. I thought it was more PA. Well, then, no, so if you're a personal assistant, then you're not a. You're only doing it for one person if you're a personal assistant. You're an AA if you're doing it for a team. Gotcha. Well, at different stages, like the idea of me hiring somebody terrifies the hell out of me. You've got like five staff. Yeah. Yeah, and you've gone to another level where you can do that now and think, oh, we'll hire somebody else, we'll let somebody go. But you're getting that first one under your belt. You know, right, I did, I did, I, uh, Helen and I, we do quite well with our online shops and we're trying to think, well, what's a job that we could outsource, you know? So yesterday, uh, we set up a ticketing system. So five of our website that gets a lot of support, people put in a ticket, and then now we think, oh, actually, there's a job role. We could get somebody who looked after our support inquiries, but then we need to go away and create all the frequently asked questions that they would get asked. Uh, and that might take a while, but eventually that could actually give us 30% of our week bank, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just that sort of thinking, and you've done ticketing, you've had ticketing and stuff? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and all these big companies do ticketing uh, requests, and oh, that's why they use it. <laughs> you've already got your FAQs from your past inquiries anyway. Yeah. <coughs> so you yeah. just start, and the FAQ, the questions will form you what your FAQs going forward. Because I have a knowledge base on Elite 6, but everyone asks me the same questions. But I have 21 or 18, I've forgotten. But every time I get a new question, I add it to it, and I think, oh, I'll tell people to read it. Mm. They just keep saying to me, it's the same questions. Like, oh, you're not reading. Just send them back to a link to a link to the back yeah, Normally, what I do is I cut and paste the answer, put it in here, and say for other commonly asked questions, check out this page, and then you know, but it's a cut and paste really. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll get with that. So you're looking for an administration, <laughs> etc. All person support is the other option. Yeah. True. Mm. Yeah, Nigel. Just getting back to vision for a moment. Somebody um, stays on target. <laughs> Focus, <laughs> Nigel. Thank you. I remember through last year being one of these discussions, and we looked at the difference between what a dream was and what a vision was. Mm. And Leon from Biz Dojo. Yeah, Carolyn. Well, I, I actually sort of picked up on that one because. You know, you can dream about anything you like, but a vision really is, but it's a dream on steroids, it's got legs, isn't it? There's something you've decided to actually put into place. The comment got made before by yourself as an action plan. The other things that come into that thinking are some kind of accountability, goal setting, all that kind of stuff. You know, what does it take to achieve the vision, or what, what time is it going to happen, and so on and so forth. So I think to talk about vision is in fact talk about structure at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, anyone got a vision? 
we've just completely redone ours because we're, we're rebranding, re-concreting what we actually do. And we did all of that over that December period, the bulk of the work that is now being finalised. So with that, we've now, with re-concreting down what we actually do, comes the vision of how we do it, how we get it out there, how we... So it was a great time of year to do it because no one was coming at us for stuff. So we could actually sit and concentrate on it and just get it done. So yeah, fully revisioned for the company. I think everyone here should probably have one. I mean, for their business at least anyway, and probably personally as well. Um, that said, me saying that... <laughs> <laughs> we well, just said probably. Yeah, what's that? You yeah. did say probably. Um, within within our business, uh, you know, like obviously the vision is ties in with your business plan, etc. And uh, I last did that in 2006 for the business, and everything's ticked along really well since then. Until last year, the wheels fell off just a little bit. A few things went wrong during the course of the year some of them outside my control but by the end of the year you know I felt like the business wasn't you know I, I want a really successful business and it wasn't going as well as what I wanted and so I was forced to go back and say actually redo it and you know so you know 14 years later come up with another vision to redo it. I think that what that drive of wanting something like yeah, you know, I've been doing eight six for a while and my visions have been, you know, like I stood up here two years ago and said I want twenty five people in each group and this is how I'm gonna go about it and at the end of the year I had less members than I started with. And it's like, oh it didn't hurt me having a vision, but it was kinda of like, oh, how do I get this how do I you know, you're banging your head against the wall, how do I get this working and what do I do and people give you suggestions or And what you know. was your action plan when you said I want twenty five people? What were you going to do in order to make that happen? Um, yeah, I did have one at the time. But I Did you, know, you do it? Well the action plan was to have one new member in each group once a month. It doesn't seem like a big audacious goal. Uh, but how were you going to get that one person? Well, advertising, word of mouth, um, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like people would say, well, is it the price? So you think, well, I could pay around the price, but I paid around the price three years ago and it didn't make any difference. So then you go look at, you know, it's just so many variables. Like you said, out of your control, things happen. It's like when we went to Melbourne, the fires happened, so it killed our view. <laughs> you know, so you know what's slowing us down. What slows your business down is probably a, a good question. So, or as I said, I think last year, do we are we happy being a niche business? Do we want a big business? I'm happy being a niche business. That's why I, I like that. I like that personal contact. I like having. And that's why I mean, know, a lot of people have always said to me, you know, I do have the vision to get to a certain number of properties, and then I work back mm -hmm. over the five years, mm -hmm. and that gets updated because I don't hit my goals or whatever, and it, that just either goes out a little bit or my actions have to change or whatever. Um, but a lot of people say to me, oh, you know, what are you going to do when you've got a thousand properties under management? I said, I'm never going to have a thousand properties mm. under management because I don't want that. Mm. Because then you lose the personal business. Just out of curiosity, when you are sitting and redoing your business and stuff, because you've got a business five, do you involve your team in that? Uh, yes. Yeah, to, yeah, I mean... To an extent. If, not to an extent, you know, I mean... You know, it, it all ties back to things like values as well, just re-going through those and actually in a lot of ways they didn't change that much at all. Yeah. They might have just been rewritten out again. Um, and the team already knows what's happening in the industry anyway, so it's kind of just more formalising that and saying actually, you know, we can't, we're not completely changing yeah. strategy or, or which way we're heading at all. Yeah, but it's just just an adjustment and talking amongst the team about that. Yeah, I was just curious because I've seen it done both ways. I've seen the top down, we will now move in this direction, and I've seen the collaborative, and one works really well, the other just everyone else just yeah yeah. So it's yeah no yeah. we we had uh, no yeah it was very collaborative yeah. I'd say yeah. You've got to have buy-in, otherwise it's not yeah. going to work. Well, it's probably culture. Stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, different cultures work better yeah. with some types of organisations. How do you motivate the staff? Like, what do you do? Like, uh, is it, it's not always money, is it? Like, I yell at them. Yeah, pretty, 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 <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Either you're on board or you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what? I mean, what? 
I will tell you one thing that made me very happy in the last week. It's got nothing to do with visions, but a staff member came and said, just letting you know now I'm going to need a four-week holiday. Right. October 2021. So, okay, I can probably work towards that. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. So she's clearly not going anywhere any time soon. Yeah, I was thinking that. Mm. Nothing here to help plans to follow this, that far out, this world thing. To get married or something, why was she's got a vision. She's got a vision. She's got a real long term vision. And she's got enough time to save for it. <laughs> yeah. No, she, in fairness, she is married to an Indian. They got married here last year, and then that's going to be like their celebrations and things in India. Oh, right. So the mother in law said, You need to take six weeks off. And she said, If my mother in law ever comes in, I've told her you won't allow me six weeks because you probably won't anyway, but just stick with the story. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I wish you wouldn't cope with six weeks. Yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't do that sort of thing in June, July, August, September in India. Come back to the vision stuff. The, um, I was saying to you the other day, it's like, I think I've seen it before. If you don't, if you don't have that vision for your, for your business or your life and things, it's much like a duck that's got one leg. And you're just going to flow along and you're going to go in circles without actually knowing where you're going. You've got to have... Pick on a so, duck just because it's only got one leaf. <laughs> yeah, well, we should. Um, but if you have, if you have right, that vision. You shouldn't really pick on ducks. Why? What? She said, I'm just getting to die. Well, look, you're only shocked I'm following. Well, that's right. Dinner. Sorry. Hey, I'm vegan. So, I mean, if you, get, if you don't have that vision, then you're just going to go and kind of, you're going you're gonna to get somewhere. And like mm. the duck one leaf still gets somewhere, mm. but it kind of doesn't go in a straight line and it. It goes in circles and things like that. Where the vision gives you the ability to actually go, well, this is what I want to do. This yeah. is where I'm going. To then lay down the framework to actually make that happen. Mm -hmm. So then you can actually sit down and go, well, if this is my vision, then how the hell do I achieve that? And what's what do I need to put in place to do that? And then that will break down to your smaller milestones and goals and action plans for various aspects of the parts of the vision to achieve. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that vision can be really wide scope, but I've always been an advocate where you try and try and bring a vision to a focus, but not too focused, because you get locked in and then yeah. you'll miss the opportunities. But at least have a vision which gives you that, like the lighthouse, the direction to go, mm. and then you can find your way and start to pull your plans out from that. So if you just have this wishy-washy, without values, without everything, you'll just yeah, you'll probably get somewhere. But it's going to be the long road rather than necessary. Mm. The right road. Yeah, you know. I had, a, I had an idea when we were talking to Dave yesterday, and um, the 15 minutes that we're locked to either have a focused person uh, and talking about 12, uh, answering 12 impromptu questions or give a presentation of value. I'm always surprised how many people in the who have got a business who don't want to do a presentation, mm. or you get a few peacocks who want to do a pitch. So. I'd, Quite like what we're doing at the moment, but I said to David, why do, doesn't every business in Elite Six want to have a PowerPoint presentation ready to rock and roll to go to sort of do like a PowerPoint elevator pitch? And I thought before I went away on my holiday, I got asked to go to Rob's thing, who hasn't turned up today, by the way, and this is really late, um, to do a 20 slides, 20 seconds each slide. What are they called, those? So I've got I've got one on my laptop now. It's basically 20 seconds, 20 slides. But I thought, imagine doing a like a business plan where you one of those slides would have to be a picture about your vision, and you only can talk about it for 20 seconds before it flips onto the next side slide automatically. So every business needs a vision. Every goal needs to have goals. But you could surely come up with a template. That every business needs this, you know, how am I going to be financed, how do I make my money, and before you know it, you've got 20 aspects of a business, and I sort of said that we quite need to actually challenge everyone to put together a 20 slide uh, PowerPoint presentation, basically from A to Z about their business and what they're passionate about, what's your future, what's the history, um, something personal about the director or something like that, and you only have 20 seconds to say it. Because we started off the whole thing. 20 slides, 20 seconds, yeah, sorry. Yeah. We started off the whole thing talking about elevator pitches. 
There's a whole lot of people very often don't think about that sort of thing. And even though there's some people who poo-poo elevator pitches, but the whole thing about them is that rather than being caught offhand and not being able to come across as proficient and professional in what it is that you do or the, sort of the services or the products that you supply, if somebody says to me, oh, hey, Joe, what do you do? You can just say, oh, hey, well, yeah, well, I'm from such and such and so-and-so, and we do such and such and so-and-so. We, do, we have these fantastic products that really help people do such and such and so-and-so. If you need a hand or would like a, some information about that, here's my card, give me a call. It's all it's got to be. It's just something simple like that. But people don't even have that. And it's just, and it's, it's, it's bloody nonsense if yeah. you're in business. Why wouldn't you do that? Because you want to present your best self. And so that was what we were saying about yeah. in this day and age, why wouldn't you assist yourself digitally if you have it on your phone or you have it on your, on your notepad or whatever it is that you happen to use or your laptop? Just flick it up and say, there you go. And do your 20, 20 seconds on each slide, that's five minutes. Perfect, so I said Bingo. you watch your vision and you've got 20 seconds to tell me what your vision is, yeah. then you're going to think, well, that'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? So yeah, you know, but you sit there like a stunned mullet going, oh god, yeah, 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 what is that? Yeah. What yeah. Is it? But I think, is it, does every business have 20, let's just use 20, but let's say 20 different things it must have to be a business? Like, how do, people often ask me, how do you make money out of this? Like, oh, I charge them a, a monthly fee, um, and everyone pays a monthly fee, and, and that adds up after the month. They go, oh, right, that answers that question, you know? Is there I, any other aspects? I think 20 minutes is too many, actually. You get blocked out. Well, what surprised me when I did my first one, and that was about how I started doing podcasting, and I had to find 20 slides about how I started podcasting, and I wanted people, and then, so I got the easy ones, got five or six of them online, and then I thought I just need to draw the dots now. Right. You know, so then, like, we learned at Toastmasters when you do table topics, which is a, a minute and a half, I'd love to do one here, actually, a minute and a half speech impromptu. So somebody would say, you're a pilot, and your planes ran out of fuel, and you have to get on the intercom and tell the passengers that they're going to be okay, but you've got to fill the plane up. You come along and you would now do a minute and a half talk impromptu on that topic. So any speech like that, you might think, well, how do I start? So every speech has an opening, a body, and a close. So now you have three um, speeches which are um, 35 seconds long to do, so it makes it a lot easier. So first of all you do your opening and say, hi, I'm Danny DeHeck, thank you for flying Danny's Airlines. I hope you enjoy your flight today. I've got some good news and some bad news. The good news is I'm a very competent pilot. And the chances of me getting you on the ground safely today are normally very good. But today we have a problem with that. I forgot to fuel the plane up. And I'm very happy to say I'm glad that the door at the front of the plane is locked. So you can't get me. <laughs> Please, you know, you could just talk for a minute and a half, but at the end of it, then I'm, while I'm talking, I'm trying to think how I'm going to conclude this. But the interesting mm. thing with that is, is automatically, because of your training, you went to about half the speed of what you normally talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, David, we um, put it on that um, course, uh, development course for Elite Six. And one thing David does is record you in a video and you listen to yourself back. <coughs> so lately I've been doing these podcasts and I've listened to my own voice back. And it's actually quite good to see how you come across. Uh -huh. Yeah, because I know that my 10 minute speeches always become 6 minute speeches when I actually get stand up and do them. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, and that's nerves because people do speak, do talk more quickly. Correct. And it's just the prep to get over that so you know you can actually to slow down as you're doing it. Or run 12 minutes worth of speech for a 10 minutes. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, generally, you do it the other way around. Eight, write eight minutes worth of speech for a 10 minute speech. And that way, normally, if you, read, if, you, if you read something that you've written that you want to put in a speech, uh, because we speak at about between 120 and 180 words a minute, that's our standard speed. If we get nervous, what we tend to do is we tend to speak more quickly. That means that the ideas don't get across as, as coherently as they should do. And but if we're if we're reading a speech that we've written, we normally read about around the 300 300 plus words a minute. So if you can read your speech in 10 minutes, 
to deliver it effectively is going to take you 20 minutes. So you've got to you've got to use your head when you're doing it. So I, when I did I did that talk at the investors group. It was a 15 minute talk about basic my life and being dyslexic and all that. And David helped me put it into a uh, row. He introduced me to mind maps, which I'm using here. But I gave the same 50 minute speech in seven minutes to another crowd. Um, because I used to write my speeches out word for word and then bold all the words I wanted to highlight. But now I, the way I structured the speech, it's like a tree and it had six branches. One would be the introduction, one would be the close, and then I had four main topics I wanted to leave them with. And then each of those topics would have many branches, I'd call them. So if I didn't, if I found I was losing the audience, I would either change to another branch and talk on a different topic, and then I'd switch back and forth. But at the end of the day, I wanted to leave them four main points. It didn't matter, I just didn't go so deep into each topic. You know, so I'd say I, I joined Toastmasters because it helped me with my speaking. But then I had to pad that out, I'd say I joined Toastmasters and my, I was really nervous when I first went along. There's about 15 different roles that you can do on a day. Eventually I could do each of those roles without any problem and then I'd explain some of the roles, you know, before you know it you've filled up that time and you haven't lost them that Alright, where are we going? Vision? 20 seconds vision? <coughs> Absolutely. So, oh, well, I've got your attention. The idea of having a PowerPoint presentation that describes your business from A to Z, uh, nice said, maybe too many slides, I've challenged that actually, I reckon you'll find it. Uh, would that be something that you guys would be interested in actually thinking? There's a wee project, do I the next six months? I've eaten my old myself to do it, but... Mm. I, would, I would challenge that in terms of, um, is that a, a well-known thing about vision boards, I don't know if anyone's used yeah, vision boards. Yeah, right. yeah they're fantastic. Yeah. You should be able to succinctly be able to capture your vision in one slide. Not 20 slides, mm -hmm. one slide that has all right, the bits of your vision somehow, yeah. and you pull that together into one slide, and that's your vision board. And, you, and I would really, I, I, they're fantastic. I reckon everyone should sit down and have their own vision board created about what they're wanting to achieve in the next 12 months, and create that board and put it up and have it there to view every day. Because I agree with you, actually, because what I'm talking about, those 20 slides, your vision is just one of those slides. And basically it's one slide, 20 seconds. Mm. Uh, but if you're talking about a structure of a business and how we generate an income, but my income is from four or five different places. I could have investments. So if I was talking about how I make my living, in the PowerPoint presentation I might say, well, I actually make my income from online shops and website development and web posting and selling my body. Um, you know, so there's, there's, this is crucial you know, part of the book. Yeah, so I mean, you know, so that's what I was thinking, really. But I mean, every business fundamentally needs an income. But I don't know if you've seen that um, the goalposts, uh, and it's about the business model. Is it YouTube? Find one that keeps shifting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's quite. It's a whole day seminar on how a, a proper business, what it needs. You need to be aligned with other people. Like, who do you associate your business with? You know your services, uh, the people that you need to buy products off, and you know courier people you need, or you know branding you need, and it was a whole picture of a business. I've got what it's called, but it's on the on the internet. I must find it one day. It's a really cool um, tool, Pinterest, that you can use for vision boards. I use that. It's great. Yeah. What's it? Yeah? Pinterest. Pinterest. Oh. So you just grab pictures from anywhere on the internet, and then you pin them on your. You can do boards. Mm -hmm. And you can give your boards different names and you can have as many boards as you want. And some boards are private because otherwise everybody can see them. So it's good. Can I add something to No. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the things I use with a lot of my clients is to select one word because I've got a picture. Um, I go with one word because the key words that we have in our life, we have a unique dialogue behind it. Now, for example, goal, the word goal, will have a different representation than one word. And for some people fit, and other people will be like, ooh. So you've got a whole dialogue that you're creating associated with it. So if you, if you bring everything you want to do behind your vision to it, you've got the right dialogue behind it to support it. It'd be really interesting because yeah, you're right. Like 
one of the branding exercises that I've done with businesses before in the past is exactly that. Can you define your business in one word? What's the one word that encapsulates your business? Friendships, relationships, friendships. Anyone else have a go at that? Confidence. Confidence. I thought success was the first thing that came to mind for me. Uh, Inspiration. So that's inspiring people to be better than what they are now. And so who are those people? Well, then that's young kids that are going through a hard time, trying to get them to be realise that they can be better if they adopt a good mindset and the right pathways in their life. So how do I do that? How can I do that? Well, these are the kinds of things that I can talk about that will still track, track back to inspire, run uh, parenting uh, workshops around aggression and anxiety and I can educate kids with little sheets and stuff and we can deliver that through our martial arts and we can bring more life skill education into that and we can bring self-defense and, and empower people all going back to the same word inspire people to be better and so it filters out and you can branch it out and then okay well then what else could you do well inspire means I could then do this with businesses as well and we could bring in this mental well-being side of things and we can grow that side and that's another arm all stemming from the top from the one word so if you can if you can think about your business and capture it and then work from there and break it out it's quite amazing how you can filter and like we part of my thing this year was around that and so I set up this parenting uh, seminar for anxiety aggression and um, emotional connection with your kids and I immediately, I got one of the best child counsellors in Christchurch coming to do the presentation and do the seminar. We sold 50, 50 seats within seven days. Wow. And then I got a call the other day from the Rakhaya District Health Board going, are you looking at, can you run any more of these seminars because that's, we want to deliver this for Rakhaya. And I'm like, well, no, it's, well, I can, but it's being structured around my local community and trying to build that village and support network mm. I hadn't even thought about taking it is out because you shared your vision with others did they see that's it, it? I've yeah. shared yeah. Yeah. I think this is important and these skills and the way you're talking it sounds actually really good yeah, yeah. You know? and, how do you, and now from a business perspective it's what we're talking, how do you monetize that correct yeah so then you can think about then what, so that events a free event how do I monetize that yes there's a selfish angle is that the club is sponsoring we're the sponsor of that event so we're trying to get more people into the club and we're trying to build offer workshops for businesses and stuff there's an angle around that but what it, it enables us to also establish ourselves more as uh, the leading life, life skill education for kids and understanding age development as opposed to just another martial arts school 
because that's not what we want, what we're about. Our aim is to inspire. So there's one more slide on the 20, a point of difference. Correct. Yeah, so now you've got another slide. What's your point of difference? Make that one of the 20 slides, so to speak, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And so, and then, and then a ring anxiety.org in town who do stuff and suddenly they're giving me a whole box of material because they're like this is amazing that you're doing this and you know, clubs do this kind of thing so it all comes back to well, what is I trying what is until I worked out actually what I was trying to do that that word where I wanted to be what the vision was and it didn't flow out from that but once I had that it was like oh I could do this and all of a sudden this thing just is, is an angle it's just it's an angle and then you can do other angles from that, that tie into that so now it's everything I'm doing this year is looking and coming back to going, does that tie back into the vision and what I want to do? Because if it does, then we should do something, explore that idea and how we could educate it and how could we do that. If it doesn't, then we don't want to do it. We just go, that's great, but it's not for us right now. And so we can keep doing that, which keeps us kind of focused on our overall vision for the year things that we want to do. Mm. So, That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, I like that. Uh, Just as a comment on that, just your last thought there, when you said you, you, you think about something that might not fit in your vision for now, but you do know it could well fit in your vision further down the track. Correct. So you don't dump it, you just shelve it, don't you? You keep yeah. an eye on it, you think, how can we this later? Because a lot of it's timing, right? Timing, oh, exactly. Like, you might not yeah. be in the right position right now to do something, but it's not that it's a bad idea. It's just about... Exactly. The time, but if you have that on your your shelf and you think it's worthwhile, then you can bring it into your vision and we'll start figuring out a way to work towards that. Mm. So you can execute it. So like podcasting, like I want to start doing a podcasting game. So I now need to work the angle on how I do that and how do I fit that into my day and how do I get the material organised and what do I talk about and, and supporting material because I don't want to just do the audio podcast. I want to take it further than that. So. It's you've got to you can start to plan out. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just might not be right now, but it's still part of your vision. Yeah. So we've got 18 slides to go. So far we've got a vision slide, a point of difference slide. It wasn't a hand up. It was just a. What about um, history slide or? Well, history's a story, isn't it? People yeah. want to know stories. In 20 seconds, describe. How did you end up where you are? Well, this, this is the issue is in, in 20 seconds, you know, theoretically, yeah. describe how you go into doing the martial arts, how you started the club. Is that 20 seconds enough? What's that called then? Um, you know what I mean? Well, it's your, it's your story, isn't it? So, um, in 20 seconds, my story is as a mouthy 13 year old that needed to learn to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> so, I did martial arts, and that worked. And then that taught me a whole lot of stuff that led through my life into business and the way I approach things and, and discipline and willpower and strength of mind that at a point I got sick of <coughs> the political crap that's in martial arts and the direction a lot of it was going and wanted to pass my knowledge on to other kids and really address the growing problem of bullying and anxiety that's in the round. Now listen to that, I think you used um, twice as many words as you needed to, not that the information is wrong. But it could have been more interesting, perhaps, only using 25 words rather than 100. But naturally, you sped up. And um, is that what's that slide called? It's also on the spot. With the yeah, yeah, 20 no. second warning yeah, yeah. to define my life in 20 seconds. I reckon. I, I, what I know, what I've done with all this stuff. I reckon if we all did a, a PowerPoint of 20 slides in 20 seconds each, you'd be amazed what you learned about your business. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I'm actually, well, I wouldn't mind doing one next week, but I need 18 more topics. I think if you're explaining your business, if you're if you're promoting yourself, you don't need to say to people how, how you make your money. No. What you can describe is is what the sort of if you like the value they're going to get out of the services you provide. Mm. So you can maybe have another one on your value to your clients. Value. Yeah. Value. What value do you give your clients, isn't it? Yeah. And that could be value. So what I'm talking about is having that one branch like we're doing here. So we're talking about solutions, takeaways, experiences and problems. Straight away I've got a meeting that's an hour long, is now 15 minutes long each, each section. You've, you've also got who you are as a company, what you do as a company, who you do it for mm. as a company. So mission? Yeah. Yeah. 
But you, if you've only got 20 seconds, you break your mission out into the key parts of the mission, into different slides. Yeah. Of course, you, you, you definitely have to have one that's going through values as well. Values that mission. defines your business and yeah. yeah. So you talked about the, the five things that, that you split things up into. Well, yeah. have each one of those is another slide. Five things. Yes, oh, you could do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just have yeah. each one of those is another slide. But if I said I'm going to do a minute and a half speech and have an opening body and a conclusion, straight away I know I need an opening hire. My name's Danny DeHex. I'm the owner of Elite Six right. Business Networking. Right. I bought the company in 2003. I run all the meetings myself. Blah, blah, blah. That's my opening. And now I need a close. So there's thanks for coming here today. It's been awesome. So there's there's so there's two straight away. Yeah. So now you know I need a couple of them. And in the guts, the whole point of it, what message you want to leave, your takeaway. Yeah. I think it's I I think they're quite an interesting. So just because I've done a couple of them recently, and I'm actually quite amazed. Like with the podcast, for example, I'm thinking, what can I use? I oh, know I'll talk about the technology I use. Uh, there's two lots of technology now. What do I do with the the videos that are uh, the sound I record? You know, or um, what's inspired me to do a podcast? You know, all these are different topics that you bring up. Um, it is 10.30. Oh. Right, um, so that means that we, where did we go today with this? Did we get any takeaways on that? We got takeaways. Mira? So did you go away inspired with anything? Hmm, I think so, hope so. Um, next week. We're describing who we are. Um, do you want to do one of your five minutes round? Five minutes? Uh, Everybody talks for five minutes on your business and Three minutes? Well, not be fair. <laughs> Three minutes? <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> sort of the other four isn't it? Yeah, I guess it is. But in saying that, there's a whole heap of us who are in different groups during the week who mm. probably don't actually know what everyone mm. here does. So I thought about that. That's why I say visit other groups. Well, <laughs> and you can yeah. only get 12 people and you could bet the turnout would be a lot more <laughs> I, I, I reckon yeah. if everyone within the group knew that they were yeah. going to get 5 minutes in yeah, front of true. more people so we do a week of pitching it's like that isn't it can you define yourself in 5 minutes can you define yourself in 2 minutes yeah. define yourself in 1 <laughs> 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 well, well, it's 1 minute it's yeah. an elevator pitch yeah if we started on this concept of 2020 vision over the next few weeks, we could perhaps look at the idea of how that gets developed, you know, the structures and the timeline and that kind of stuff. Is it a business structure? Is it structure? Well, no, I mean more of a vision structure. How do you structure your vision? How do you actually put it in practice? There is an idea, Danny. Yeah. Working on elevator pitches. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the problem I have with that is the biggest business networking company in the world, they they do a pitch for a minute every time they stand up and do their pitch every week, same deal. And I get it. Um, and it's a really interesting thing when you try and explain who you are and what you do in a minute. It's actually quite a long time. A lot of people don't know how to do that, you see. Well, no, that's that's yeah. what I made the topic for next week, is actually yeah. working out how you create your elevator pitch, what's important to have in it, why it's important mm. to have one. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Rob. Maybe how you read what I do 
could be an open discussion that may generate leave what you liked and what didn't like. Pick on a manic crime. So I say we'd slam you and you'd get upset. I like the feedback. I throw everyone. What's the, I don't know, I guess the 20 slides is coming from 2020. Is yeah. that? Oh, but there's don't... a special name for it. There's a whole lot of architects. Yeah. And they have these boring PowerPoints, death by PowerPoint. Yeah. And then this architect who invented it said, right, we've got 20 slides, 20 seconds, and that's all you've got to tell us about what you do and who you are. Yeah. And that's how it's sort of I mean, I would imagine, and I, I could imagine, you know, I might get to 14 and then it's like, shit, I've got to get another six. And yeah. Kind of, you know, doesn't it? It's, it's just think, a number, isn't it? I think it? the extra six that you're struggling to find is the trick. And it's quite hard to actually get enough content, but it gives it. Yeah, more substance. Um, yeah. I'll finish this anyway, I don't have the topic for next week, but um, tune in and you'll find out. That's the trick. Have a good day.